Super Talk Mississippi media production. So let's start our bi-week blitz where we're talking to as many coaches as we can get on the podcast today, and we'll start with the man. He's been on the podcast before, and I always enjoy talking to him, my friend Chris Lamonis, Mississippi State Baseball. The man who has, you know, I know this this offseason has been long for you, but you've been able to get back on the diamond these past few weeks with some scrimmages. Just give me some high-level thoughts of what you've seen from your team thus far in those scrimmages. Um. You know, it's been a little bit of a weird fall. We got so many new guys, and then we had a handful of injuries. Not, I don't think they're season-long injuries, but we just, you know, we lost some guys this fall. But I was pleased. I mean, we have a skill development phase and us playing the game better, and then there's also this team phase of us learning how to play, you know, this game as a group and together and, and working on our culture. So, um, you know, Monday was a kind of our last day of, of teamwork, and now today we go into our – you know, our individual work and trying to work. But we were really pleased as a staff. You have a lot of new faces, and I feel like that bringing those guys in has sort of had people – they've lost sight of some of the guys you brought back originally on the team. A guy like Hunter Hines, right, who had such a, a massive freshman season, and you look at him and you think, gosh, that guy played so great as a true freshman. What's the next level for a guy like Hunter Hines? I mean, he's got a chance to be one of the better players in the country. You know, I mean, he – He's got to work and he's got to do it, but he's, you know, he played about two weeks of our fall and had a hurt, you know, hurt his arm. Um, but you know, he had a couple homers, just some big hits. I mean, it's just a special player and a, and it's a tough player. He's a tough kid. He loves to play the game. Um, he's probably the epitome of your, you know, what you think of of a Mississippi State baseball player. And then a guy like Kellum Clark comes back, you know, who had a an up and down, you you would say, season last year. But definitely, you, you know that the potential is there for him to sort of join Hines and be one of the top players in the country. How has his fall gone? Well, he his cape. He was a all star in the Cape Cod League, and his last week of the summer, he broke his hand on an HBP, and he is yet he didn't get one at bat the entire fall. Oh, so gosh. he is he's he's full go now. He's full go now, but he is, um, you know, I didn't have, really, I didn't have Kellum or Hunter much this fall. Hunter Hunter had a broken arm and Kellum had a broken hand. So I've had those two guys out, so we've had to play without him a little bit. So, but they're, um, Kellum is swinging and playing full time right now. He had the cast taken off last week and feeling good, so he should be fine for the season. And same with Hunter. Hunter's in about a week or two, too, so. They should be fine, but that's kind of been our, our dynamic this fall. We've, you know, we've had a couple of players out. Coach, after last season, you've got to be pretty sick and tired of injuries at this point. Yes, um, it's been testing. You know, we probably had at one point. I think we had six or seven position players out this fall. Yeah, you know, so we were we were scrimmaging six on six and doing some things, and you know, they're not anything from a HBP or a guy diving or a guy swinging a bat and spraining a wrist, but. It's been uh, it's been a little you know testing there. I'm hoping 2023 is nicer to us. You had a guy in who speaking of the summer league, Slate Alford just had a tremendous summer. Every time I looked on Twitter, he was hitting a ball out of the ballpark up there. Is he a guy that you you foresee having a big jump now that you get it back into SEC play this spring? Yeah, I think so. I'm hoping so. I mean, he's had a really good fall. Led us probably in every category. I think he had four or five homers. Um, probably hit upper 300s, plays good defense. Um, but he's got to do it. He's got to do it in an SEC schedule. And, and But he, I mean, he was – I flew up this summer, kind of mid to late summer, still trying to sign some guys. And he played on the same team as Colton Ledbetter, one of our transfers also. And, 
just you know leaving there that night, I felt a lot better because both of them had great nights. But they had they had had great summers. I mean, their numbers they stuffed the sh- stat sheet across the board, you know, and they just you know they had you know great confidence coming back here this fall. When you think about pitching and in terms of you know if you're filling out your rotation for for the spring, do you, do you feel like you have a true Friday night guy on this staff, a guy that you can trust to go five, six, seven innings each and every week? Yeah, well, I feel like we have a true Friday night guy. You know, we don't get many going seven innings anymore. I wish yeah. we did. You know, um, you know, it's usually your five or six inning starts. But you know, Kate Smith, that guy that's you know needs to make that jump for us this year. I mean, he's. He's got the experience. He's pitched in Omaha. He's pitched, you know, he started every weekend in the SEC last year. Like, and it's real stuff and it's real makeup. And I'm hoping he's a guy that can take that ball and get us going every weekend. I mean, that's a, that's a big key in this league. Who is a bigger guy for you to get back, Luke Hancock or Casey Hunt? Whew, man, that's a real tough one. Um, I would probably say I love Casey, but I'd probably say Luke just because of the catching position and the lack of depth there. But they were both huge. I mean, you know, here's another one is Parker Stinnett. I mean, we, we that last month of the season, they all had an opportunity to sign or, or not come back, I guess, in Luke's situation, and, and getting them all to come back and be back. And, you know, we, we need their talent, and we also need their leadership. And that's been a big piece this fall of having some guys back that can, that can help lead us. But we needed, you know, we needed Luke behind the plate. That was a big piece. We have all the freshmen and young guys, and they're talented, but – you know, being in this league, there's just being old is, is a quality of a lot of winning teams. You know, obviously it's football season, and when we talk about football, you know, in this state with Ole Miss, all the transfers they had and, and how they're fitting in. It seems to be working okay up there. How do you feel your transfers here at Mississippi State Baseball are fitting into what you want to do? Our transfers have fit in to this point. You know, um, playing games and being in real games and getting guys acclimated to playing at Mississippi State, like, you know, last year in college baseball, Auburn had a bunch of transfers. Mm-hmm. Texas A&M had a bunch of transfers. Oklahoma State. And they all kind of – it took them a little while to get going, and that's kind of what we've talked about with our guys of trying to blend faster. Um, but those were some of the best teams in the country at the end of the year. Um, we just got to get our kids – R.J. Yeager last year, she died. It actually set him down a couple games because he struggled early. Mm-hmm. You know, just when you run out there and it's 45,000 people your first weekend, you know, it's, it's a little different than playing in Mercer, you know. And so – I think that's going to be a little bit of that hump for us to get over and figure out the right pieces. But um, it works. You can find it, and it works. And we were very selective of finding not only the talented player but the guy that would fit here. That was a big thing this summer. We spent a lot of time making the extra phone call, trying to find the guy that would fit here, and we feel like we did that. You sort of stole a guy from Mike Leach in Dakota Jordan. They thought he was going to play both sports. Now he's just going to focus on baseball. He is a name that I saw, you know, from scrimmage reports and from practice that that looked like, as a true freshman, was acclimating pretty well. Just tell us a little bit about him as a player. Well, just to make the record straight, we had him committed about two years before football <laughs> knew about him. So he just, uh, but uh, he's a special player. And he came to us late in the summer and just, Coach, I just, you know, we want to play baseball. And um, it's special. I mean, he's got a chance to be really special. He's got to do it. You know, um, he did a lot in our scrimmages here, but he's got to do it against the other teams. But he's a five-tool guy. He can hit, hit for power. He flies. Um, he throws. I mean, he just can do a lot of different things for you. And I just, you know, he's, and he's been fun to coach. You know, um, Thought I was getting kind of a raw player, but no, we, we didn't. He's, he's got a lot of maturity in his game for, you know, a guy who played football and baseball and then he played at, you know, you know, some different schools. Like he's, 
he's pretty polished for a freshman. This schedule, when I look at it, I mean, it's tough. There's just no other word to describe it. You play, you know, obviously when you're in the SEC, you, you can't escape that. But Ole Miss won the national title last year. You're playing them. Vanderbilt, two years ago, or three years ago, national champions. Uh, you're playing them. Uh, Tennessee was the best team in the conference all of last year. Playing them. Arkansas, too. I mean, Arkansas is what Arkansas is. Then out of conference, oh, Oklahoma, who also played for the national championship last year. You've got three with Arizona State. That's always a good program. Southern Miss is Southern Miss. Always a good program. This is a tough schedule. Was was that done by design? Well, I mean, most of it's done. You know, like we try to play, you know, a couple hard ones early because you got to test yourself. Mm -hmm. Our midweeks are just kind of tough because we. You know, we're going to play Southern Miss. We're going to play the Governor's Cup. I mean, those are the ones that make it, you know, a little tougher. And in our league, you know, our league is number one. It's just the gauntlet. And we got a, We probably got a little tougher schedule in our league this year um, that we just have to fight through. You just got to win and, and play good baseball. You just you don't know who, you know, there's just nobody bad in our league anymore. You know, I mean, it's just uh, that's what you're having to fight through. That's what you're seeing. I mean, you look up and we played Alabama the other night. Man, they're good. They got everybody back. Last year was Auburn. You know, Auburn, nobody had them pick, and they end up in Omaha. I mean, you got five out of the eight teams in Omaha are coming out of the West, you know. And then we got Texas and and Oklahoma that was in Omaha, too. You know, it just, you're playing the best. And and that's what, you know, I'm hoping they're looking at their schedule saying, man, we got to play Mississippi State, you know. So, um, just, it's why you come here and and to play against the best week in and week out. Yeah, your last month of the season, I mean, I, I, I'm not saying I feel bad for you, Coach. I'm just saying that it's. I, I'm going to yeah. pray for you because you got at Auburn, yeah. at Tennessee, and at LSU back to or three of the four weekends. The one weekend at home is Arkansas. I mean that is a that's a yeah. really tough stretch. You know how important is it going to be for you? I mean, obviously you want to get off to a fast start. It's kind of cliched, but it feels like that first month of conference play is going to be really crucial for you. Yeah, it is. I mean, it, it's just it's just every week is you know, and it's not sometimes it's not who you play, it's when you play them, and we say that a lot in our our business in baseball because you know how somebody's gotten beaten up or down or super hot, you know, baseball kind of ebbs and flows, you know, hot to cold. So um, we got to be good early, but we just you know you got to get your your wins wherever you can get them, and, and that's it's going to be it, it'll be tough. I mean, there's no doubt about it, and uh, you know, um, you know, like I said, we just got we got a tough schedule this year. It's more out of conference than than in. Yeah, you know, I mean, in conference. Excuse me. So, I would be remiss to not bring this guy up just because I don't know if hype is the right word, but I don't remember a freshman that people were more excited to see than Gerangelo Sinjay. Just tell me about him. You know, I, I see him out there throwing from both sides of the plate. He's, he's he looks like a great prospect. How do you manage a player like that, and what role can he play for you this this uh, spring? Well. You know, um, he is a, you know, it's, it's not a circus. Sometimes you think it's a circus. This guy throws right and left-handed and, you know, like. Right. But it's really good. It's, re- it's a really good player, not just a guy that can throw with two hands. And uh, we haven't figured it all out. It's, it's difficult, you know. How do you warm him up? How do you pitch him? How do you, you know, like even this fall, we're getting, letting him throw longer than everybody else because we got to throw with both hands, right? Um, you know, there's a lot of training pieces in there. Um, you know, he probably projects just because it's easier, probably a little more as a starter. I'm sure he can relieve, too, if you needed him to. But, um, you know, got to throw more strikes. You know, we pitched the other night at Alabama and didn't throw as many strikes as we're used to. But those were the first runs he gave up all fall were Friday night at Alabama. So, um, you know, and 
you know, just didn't didn't throw enough strikes. And so he usually does that. His first outing here, our first bullpen of the fall, you know, we have a bullpen day, and it's all about strikes. You know, who throws the most strikes? And we, we grade it, and then we, we have a winner, and he was our winner. Right-handed, he was the number one strike thrower on the team, which freshmen are usually nervous that first day, and they don't throw as many strikes as they should. But he was also came in second place when he, as a left-handed pitcher, you know, so – he was one and two in our bullpen on just strike percentage, which I think will translate over time. I just think he was a little excited on Friday night. We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing that guy myself. I'm always looking forward to getting back to Duty Noble uh, this spring. Coach Chris Lamonis, thanks for taking some time with us uh, this week. We really appreciate it. Thanks, thanks, Brian. Take care. Hell State. A Super Talk Mississippi yeah. media production.